Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Sure is. And as usual, much to discuss. <laughs> yeah, what? Just, it's been quite a week, hasn't it? It's been a crazy week. Is Title 42 over now? I mean, I thought yeah. it was supposed to be a couple yes, days ago, and then mm-hmm. it was supposed to be yesterday, and now it's mm-hmm. today. When is it going to be over? No, they said today. Okay. No. Last night. No, last night. It uh, ended so on it's May finally over. It's over. It's over. Okay. Yes, Jeez. it's gone. Let's end this thing. It's done with. Uh, the only thing that remains now is the invasion. <laughs> it's the only thing that uh, we have to look forward well, to. it's coming. Border. And yes. Uh, we've seen estimates up to 600,000, 750,000. I heard one guy say it's probably more like a million. They I mean, in keep... a very short time, it's... approaching and crossing the border. Yeah. Crazy. Will we see those kinds of numbers? I, I don't know. I don't know. We already, uh, Ted Cruz was speaking out at the border. Uh, the border. The border. The border. The border. I, I can't. I can't. It, I, I can't, can't unhear it I now. cannot. All, all day yesterday, all I hear is someone saying the border, and I, you have to finish it. You do. With another border. <laughs> is secure. And, and secure, yes. <laughs> but uh, listen to Teddy's angry here, and so are we, and it's nice to see him expressing uh, how most of us feel here in a border state. Missing an absolute travesty mm-hmm. unfolding on our southern border. On Monday... We apprehended over 10,000 people on the border, Mm -hmm. the highest level in history. On Tuesday, we apprehended over 10,000 people on the border, again, the highest level in history. Hmm. There are right now, when we're standing, more than 22,000 people camped just south of the border, getting ready to come across. Just in this location, Hmm. in less than a month, we've had over 35,000 Venezuelans cross illegally just right here not counting the whole rest of the border every day just right here they're encountering encountering 90 to 100 chinese nationals oh now for anyone that doesn't have their globe nearby i don't so china is, is not yeah. immediately to the south of the united states oh no, but it is I right there i didn't know that 90 to 100 a day are crossing <laughs> illegally on this border being smuggled in by mexican drug cartels mm-hmm. and, and i have to say i am angry because this is deliberate right this is a decision that was made by president joe biden and kamala harris and congressional democrats to open up the border to what is nothing less than an invasion there you go. That yep. sums it up pretty well. And he's in that one, he's talking about that one sector. Imagine what the numbers are border wide. And imagine the crossings that we don't have any idea right. about uh, in places where there's no, you know, motion sensors, where there's, uh, where there's not a lot of border agents or any border agents necessarily, where people cross uh, in an area that's owned privately. I mean, we don't know how many of those. It, literally tens or hundreds of thousands, and they don't care. No, they do not. They, no, they do not. couldn't care less. In fact, they like it. <laughs> they like it. When it's so bad that Biden will say, yeah, uh, there's going to be chaos for a while. 
when it's that bad, you can multiply uh, the effect by about a factor of a million because... Wait a minute. Hold yeah. On. Yesterday, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries says uh, we were just... Republicans are just imagining... A border abor- crisis? Yeah, yeah. That was a cute little oh my comment gosh. that he had. You got to see this. All right. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Clip two. As is often the case with my extreme MAGA Republican colleagues, they create a fictional, fictional. argument mm. fictional. There it is. Fictional. around what's happening at the border. Oh my gosh. And then actually do nothing to solve the real problem. Uh, they passed a border and security bill exactly yesterday. And that's exactly what the Child Deportation Act uh, is all about. Okay, so there you go. Huh. Fictional. It's fictional. Everything that you're seeing, the images on your screen, uh, even on CNN and MSNBC. How do you have the giblets to make that claim when everybody sees it, knows it, hears about it every day? How? Wow. That's that lie they're so good at. Yeah. Just staring I mean, you just in continue. the face. Right. I mean, that's uh, Mayorkas uh, giving, uh, saying that, uh, you know, there's, well, <laughs> the border is secure. And uh, he's just telling people how to come across the border, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, he was giving them directions, right? I mean, that's what he's telling them to do. Yep. And uh, oh, look at that beautiful scenes. There's a uh, there's some people coming up the riverbank. Isn't that fun? In the Great Rio Grande. Uh-huh. And uh, a whole buttload of people that are already across. And then yeah, I mean yesterday we had. I mean, look at this. The poor Texas National Guard doing the best they could. This was two days ago. Huh. Yeah, I mean. All right. There we are. There it is. Yeah, that razor wire is tough to cross. That's what we need every And it works, and it works, because they turn back. Yes, it does. Yeah, you're not getting over the razor wire. That's going to hurt. That'll leave a mark. It will. A few of them, probably. I I don't know. Do we do a razor wire fence all the way across the border? And we're the environmentalists, you know? I mean, they didn't stand up to the masks being dumped in our oceans. And now, of course, they don't say anything when the border... uh, can you play the, uh, look at this. I mean, just miles and miles and miles of discarded clothing, trash, paperwork, just everywhere. But whatever. Nah, we're cool. I mean, you want, if we can't get you on board with humanitarian crisis, can we get you on board with environmental disaster? Mm. Uh, yeah. You should be able to, but no. Like the toxic spill in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened, apparently. Nope. Can't get you on board with that. Look at that. Just the mess left behind. And, and that's sent, okay. Don't worry about it. No, we heard we heard that they send in, uh, what are they called? NGOs? Uh, non-governmental uh, organizations. Yeah, the NGOs come and clean it all up. Do they? <laughs> well, yeah, they, yeah, look at how hard at work they are right Right, now. right. Well, that's because the senators weren't showing up there for a photo <laughs> op. Jeffy and I, on overtime a couple days ago, we had a sheriff oh, going was, through. Yeah, yeah and... The NGOs come down ahead of the senator's visit. And, it's not that bad. Look, it looks fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And by the way, um, it's uh, it's very nice of them. They were giving out court dates yesterday. Guess yeah. when they're due back in? Uh, let's see. I think they're doing it lickety split. Like tomorrow. Uh, they want it to turn around by 2027. I mean, that's how yeah. fast these things are. May of 2027 is oh, your think, court date. That's how speedy were, them, justice is. Yeah, some of them were reported even later than that. Oh, God. I can't. I mean, we're not even a serious country. Come on. We're not. We're not. A, it's a, what, what is it that Trump said during the campaign? Uh, you either have a border or you're not a country. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. That's hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Common sense.
But uh, they're going to get massive rains uh, coming up this week along the border, too, which is going to make it even more fun. Joe Bastardi was saying, you can see 10 inches of rain down there. It's going to be, it's just going to be a disaster in every sense of the word. It already is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now mix, might as well make now, it worse. Mix with water. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens, too. Jeez. <laughs> and the court date thing is so ridiculous. Okay, they're really going to come back. No, totally. Four years later. <laughs> And have their asylum hearing? Of course. Okay. (laughs) All right. Already established somewhere in the country, they're never coming back. Right. Well, that's the. They were saying that uh, when you set up these court dates, they also were saying that they there's so many people that they end up just giving them a number, and saying, Mm -hmm. "Call this number to set up your court date." So, if they do that. Now you're looking at more than four or five years <laughs> uh, in, in advance for these court dates. And right. by that time, I'm sure that, uh, you know, we'll have created an asylum for all of them. So it'll be fine. Well, if a Democrat's elected, I'll bet we will. Yeah. And then it'll in be 2024. And it'll be they're living in the shadows. We've got to allow them to come out, you know, right. And, and make them citizens. And yeah. uh, they're already they've already been here. They've already, yeah. They've, here. they've established a life. They started a family. How can you just rip them out of this country that's their home? The longer they've been breaking the law, the better it is right. for them. <laughs> right. The more we want them to stay. Right. Uh, wow. Jeez. And thank goodness there's Ted Cruz. You know, uh, at least he's down there at the border drawing attention to it. And he's pissed. And But I think most of that, though is that he still hasn't recovered from the beatdown I gave him in foosball <laughs> in Iowa back in 2016. I, I think that's mm, the lingering issue for him. That's well, why he's so angry. I'll yeah. talk to him about that wolf. so bad. He's walking around with a chip <laughs> hey, Ted, on his shoulder. Don't yep. you pipe down yep. a little bit on the border, okay? What yeah. We, need to we know. all know what the real issue is for you, <laughs> Senator. But okay, That would be awesome if one of those uh, press gatherings, if someone actually asked him that. Wouldn't it? Why are you so that. angry? Does that have anything to do with uh, TV and radio host Pat Gray beating you at foosball in Iowa back in 2016. So a little of that pain lingering. Uh, yeah, I mean, even uh, CNN and MSNBC are having no trouble yeah, pointing out it. the insanity of the border situation. Um, you want to see the CNN reporter uh, talking to this migrant? Because he's going to explain the, the exact reason why he's choosing right now to invade America. Watch this. I don't know what this babbling is about, though. Were you aware of Title 42 and that they were going to open the border like before the pandemic? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got it. He knew Title 42 was ending. Wait, is he going to pot it up? The migrants that were. Anyway, he just basically just repeated that and he's like, yep, that's why he's coming. Title 42 expiring tonight. Yep, so there we go. Even CNN goes on yeah. record showing it. Okay, that's why these people are here. They know that the the rule is going away, and it's, it's all y'all y'all come for Now's now. the time. <laughs> you want to see MSNBC talking to the El Paso mayor? That's fun. Mm-hmm. Watch this. But what they're worried about is that when Title 42 lifts, more will come because they'll think there's an ease in restrictions and it will simply take them longer to process them. They're worried about overcrowding and they're worried about how what? it will impact cities Why like El Paso. In fact, Jose Diaz-Balart just interviewed the mayor of El Paso and here's what he had to say. 
We prepared for days. We prepared for weeks. The city of El Paso, we don't do immigration law. We're here to protect our visitors, but also make sure that the community of El Paso stays and continues to be safe. What keeps you up at night? Here we go. You know, what keeps me up at night, I always tell people, is the lack of light. What do you mean the lack of light? Well, because I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, and there is no end game. There's no end game. Democrat mayor. Say there is no end game. That is really what I'm hearing. Even from DHS officials I've spoken to, Andrea, say they feel like they're at the breaking point before they even get to the starting line. <laughs> Look at well, that. Well, duh. I mean, There's a Democrat. The streets. Democrat mm-hmm. DHS, Democrat mayor of El Paso. They're like, we have no idea what's happening here. It's just too overwhelming. Right. And it's, you just can't deal with it like just this. Just like the Ted Cruz clip you played. Mm-hmm. This is an invasion. It's intentional. Yep. They are trying to destroy this nation. They're doing a pretty good job. Yes, they are. Homeland Security uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. I love this guy. <laughs> oh, who doesn't? I who love this guy. doesn't? You know, here's some of what he had to say yesterday at a press conference. He says the border <laughs> will be a challenge now? Wait, I thought the border. The, <laughs> the border, border was secure. secure. Yeah, all right. All right, but here he is. Our teams in El Paso say that there are hundreds of migrants now in the open, in in shelter with very limited access to food and water and bathrooms for days. Why are they being processed? Is that what we can expect? So we are working very closely with nonprofit organizations, with community groups uh, to uh, really um, uh, deliver a community response uh, to the challenge. I cannot uh, understate um, uh, I'm sorry, I cannot overstate Thank how much you. of a challenge uh, it is going to be and how we all have to deal with it um, as one administration and one country. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. No, I think you did understate it. It's far worse yeah. than that. Yes, you can understate it. You should have stuck with that. He wants a community response. In other words, we want places like the mayor of El Paso to step mm-hmm. up and do this for us. Mm-hmm. We have no plan. You guys figured it out. We need a community response. That's sure, called tens passing of the buck. Thousands of people have mm-hmm. flooded into El Paso, and they don't have the resources for it. There's no way you can prepare for that. But we want them to fix it. Yeah, they take care of it. Because we're not going to. And what he wanted us to answer the call oh, as man. a country, you saw Mayor Adams is busing immigrants out of New York City past uh, Democrat counties that are, you know— um, uh, sanctuary cities, sanctuary counties, mm-hmm. into Republican majority areas that don't want the immigrants there. Yep. <laughs> but we're going to answer the call as a country. We could just build a freaking wall. Could no, we do that? No, that's unneighborly. That's how we should deal with it as a country. It's not neighborly. Surprised at you, Keith. What are you? Yeah, what a bigoted, horrible, xenophobic suggestion that we build a wall. What are you, a MAGA Trump person? Is that what you are? If 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 wanting a wall makes me a MAGA Trump person, then, <laughs> then I yeah. guess that's I'm guess I'm guilty. You know how many new miles of wall were built under Trump? New. We yes, he fixed existing portions, but how many new miles? How long is the were border? Built? The, the border, the twenty one hundred miles. Yeah. So, uh, nineteen hundred and eighty five. Oh, good miles. guess. It's somewhat below that. You did go over. You would be a loser on the prices, right? <laughs> um. 52. <laughs> 52 miles were, were added to the impenetrable wall. I would say that that's um, what an executive order gets you instead of a law. Yes. But, of course, 20 years ago when they passed a yeah. law, they still didn't go carry still, through with it. I mean, it said, shall be built. Nope. <laughs> nope. It wasn't. Right. And you know who it was? 
It was a Texan that stopped that. Uh, it was Kay Barely Hutchinson. Kay right. Barely Republican. Barely Republican <laughs> Hutchinson. Uh, she's mm. Kay Bailey. I don't miss her in office. That's for sure. And it's sad again because these, both John Cornyn and Kay Bailey Hutchinson were both pretty conservative when they entered office, and then amazing how they do that. Yeah, it's incredible. Happens all the time. So. Mayorkas was asked about the border gotaways. Here's what he said. Um, you know, they point to Border Patrol's own numbers, which show that going Listen back to, to October of last year, there were more than a million apprehensions, but then there were also more than 530,000 gotaways. That's roughly the, the size of the population of the city of Baltimore. How can you say that the border is not open? So um, uh, we removed, returned, and expelled 1.4 million people last year. Ask those 1.4 million people if if they think uh, the border is open. Our apprehension rate Mm -hmm. uh, at the border is consistent with the apprehension rate in prior years. The border border is secure. There you go. Wait, Wait, he's trying to compare himself to prior administrations now? I thought they inherited this massive problem at the border. Why are you trying to compare? I swear these people suck so hard. The worst. They're the worst. Uh, He also talked about the cost of illegal immigration. You talked about cost. Uh, What's the rough cost to American taxpayers since the roughly 4 million people have come into this country illegally uh, since January of 2021 as those people show up at (laughs) community hospitals as they uh, enter the school system, as they get other government help? Do you have a taxpayer cost? Let me turn that question uh, around a little bit. Listen to this. Because I'm going to turn it around to the cost of that an international partner asked of me. Yeah. And the question that okay. the international partner asked of me is, is, what is the economic cost of your broken immigration system? <laughs> Since there are uh, businesses around this country that are desperate for workers. Oh, hey, there Johnson, are desperate what's up? workers looking for jobs. It, desperate workers in foreign countries us, that are looking please. for jobs in the United States where they can earn money oh. lawfully and send much-needed remittances back home. Yeah, what is the cost great. of a broken immigration system? Uh, that is the question that I am asked, enraging. and that is the question that I pose to Congress, because it is extraordinary. Wow. Avocados from Mexico. And everything else. Yeah. So, so where are the... Um, so it's we we need them. What the answer is? Where are we going to get our janitors? Uh-huh. How much will it cost right. us if we have to clean our own garbage up? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, are you? I like to spin of where they can earn money uh, legally. Well, yeah. there it's based on an illegal process. Yeah, and it's also they're also breaking some other law. They're either committing identity theft and fraud or tax evasion yeah. or both. I'm going to so, turn that around. Right. <laughs> And by the way, he just, in one question, he just said, hey, we're just like previous administrations with our numbers. And then in the next question, he's like, well, what's the cost of our broken immigration system? Your broken immigration system that you've had control of the reins for over two years now that you just said you're on Mm -hmm. pace with others. You try, just like with everything with this administration, try to have it both ways. I can't take it. And they do. And they do. do. All right. We'll have his uh, final remarks uh, in just a second. But first... Uh, let me tell you about Manscaped. So many great products that, you know, they've got the lawnmower, which mows your 
lawn that's <laughs> kind of down in that area, you know. <laughs> and yeah. they have the beard trimmer. They got the, yeah, I mean, full body grooming, whatever you I need. Know. It's awesome. Uh, to get a smooth, comfortable shave in what area, whatever area of your body that you need shaved. And as men, eh, we need them all shaved pretty much. But uh, inside the performance package that's being uh, offered right now, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, uh, some deodorant, crop receiver, and anti-chafing deodorant right. and moisturizer. Need that. Because I mean, I, we hate uh, the chafing. Is, uh, it's not good. Of the Can we all agree? Yes. Chafing is not yes. pleasant. So be chafing free and get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code UNLEASHED at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping when you use the offer code UNLEASHED. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It is. And welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, all right. This kind of sums it all up for uh, Alejandro Mayorkas on this press conference. He's such a smug. All we can. Just, look, we've done all we the can. the resources that we have yep. and mm-hmm. within the system that we are operating under. One more time from the top, just so you understand. I know, I'm sorry. Okay. Just so you understand what he's saying here. He's. Hello? We have done all we can no. with the resources that we have and within the system that we are operating under. Okay. I mean, what a preposterous st- <laughs> How insulting to our intelligence that is. Done all they can, Pat. They've done all they can. Within the system that they have. Thank you. Right. They, they well, inherited a, from a previous administration. It's a, uh, it's a broken system. Uh, granted, it is, but they could easily fix it. Build the freaking wall. Put some people at the border. Get tough. Enforce the existing laws Mm. we've had in place for decades. Do those things. And it won't solve every every single problem, but it will certainly help. It's a good start. Nobody can stop every single person from entering illegal. You can't. It's it's impossible with a 2,100-mile border. But... Well, we've got you could, 52 miles of yeah, new wall. that's true. That is true. So I think overall there's something like 400 miles. That's almost, you're what? <laughs> you're almost there. We, we're in jail now. How many yeah. miles did they walk from their original destination where they started? Like in so. some cases, 1,500, 2,000 yeah. miles. Oh, no. Look, I got all the way up here. I've got to go another 400 miles. Not doing it. Yeah. yeah, not doing it. I'll just lay down here and die. It's stupid. But we could, we could do something about it, and we just don't. It's really. I mean, until the Americans, suicide. yeah, until yeah. until the country uh, decides that they've had enough, and it mm-hmm. may, hopefully it happens soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it will happen this time because it's going to be so bad. It's going to be overwhelming. Yeah, and the American people are going to say, "Okay, uh, enough, right? enough of this." Jeez. But, you know, they're doing all they can. They're doing the best they can. Uh, They're setting up asylum hearings for just four years from now. So in four years, bang, we'll hear your case. That's almost immediate. You know? I'm trying to read between the lines here. Are you saying that Mm -hmm. Americans don't currently appreciate the president that they have? 
Joe Biden? Ah, it's hard to believe, but yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Boy, he was in rare form yesterday. I mean, you got to see him talking about. He, oh, he I want to. Surrounded by kids. I oh no. oh no oh no by all that is holy yeah that so. should not happen to you. so he's done with it he's done <laughs> with hopefully speech. Jill was there though he's done with to, to say who is scheduling uh, this and allowing these kids this close to Jill him? has not been around lately uh, handling him uh, so, that's a there's uh, something going on there so he can't wait mm-hmm. to to conclude his remarks so that he can say this to the all crowd right. Pardon as the president departs all the kids under the age of fifteen come on up here oh no. oh. Yeah. Oh my. Let me get oh. a look. Let me get a look at you. And then this just. I got some candy. No, no. Right. Seriously. Candy oh, for you. Look kids. at you. Get in my car. Little candy. If I were there, I'd, I'd be like, nah. No. Don't think you're going, going up to. there near the pedo. Sorry. I'm gonna stay down here with mom and dad. I mean, he's just shaking their hand. That's all he's doing. Hello. You're right. You're you're right, Jeffy. He's just saying hello Thank to you. these young kids. Thank you. That's good. This is, to see the president. That's because of the he hasn't United found the one States he likes yet. He's look. He's I mean, looking him over. Yeah. Okay. You keep defending the old pervert. <laughs> he's just freaky. I'm surprised he didn't tell him not to jump. Don't jump. <laughs> don't jump. Kids. You get up here on stage. But don't, don't jump. <laughs> don't jump. Yeah. His EPA chief Michael Regan uh, wants all of us to just relax about. Uh, new mandates that are coming down the pike for the Green New Deal. Just time to accept it. Shut up and just (laughs) accept it. We're spending trillions of dollars on it, so just (laughs) shut up. This is enraging. Now, the good news is our work is not sacrifice. These aren't restrictions, as some would say. This is about seizing the moment (laughs) and understanding that we have an obligation to not only leave behind a healthier planet, generations that will come after us Uh but to leave behind a fairer and more just society oh thank you yes all of this under the auspices of Of climate change inflation reduction act you'll recall (laughs) the inflation reduction act which by the way i think we mentioned uh inflation went up 4.9 percent last month year over year for another 4.9 percent you know what that amounts to since he came into office Ooh, i like this because the year over year doesn't work anymore because it wasn't Inflated a year ago. Right. What are we at now since 2021? 15.3% overall. Much higher than that in certain categories like food. Yeah. Food is up around 20% since he came to office. Believe me, I know. I, you know, you, you know about do? food prices. I know. Jesse yeah. knows about food prices. I do. Jeff, hey, <laughs> I do. My kids are getting thinner. Oh, no. Are they? Yeah, we've had to cut back a little but, bit. But are you doing over there? You had to I'm cut sorry. back for the kids so that you'd still have yours, right? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, obviously. That's correct. <laughs> Let's see some of these specifics here. Uh, I mean, the way they couch the numbers is always to their benefit, of course. Mm-hmm. And so they use different metrics and all that. But somebody broke this down to show you what is happening because they keep saying, see, the inflation's coming down. Our prices are coming down. No, when it goes up 4.9%, that means it went up another almost 5% from last year, which is added to every other number that we've had, which got to 9.1% at one point. I think it was last June. 9.1%. So you add all of that up, and prices just keep going up. They keep inflating. They're, nobody's, 
Nobody's paying less for the things they're buying. No. Nobody. So hopefully this will sink into their psyche and we'll get rid of this guy in 2024. The worst. And we've just become used to the $3 a gallon for gas. We have. Uh, I mean, it, it, I, and then it, you think, well, there's nothing I can do about it, so I'm just going to pay. It drops it. down. Oh, it's only what are you going to do? It's only two eighty. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Are you Overton paying two eighty somewhere? Overton oh yeah. Window. Really? Yeah. You got to get. Wow, a that's really good. Cool I need to go to town. your area. Pay two eighty. Two eighty is great. That's only a dollar a gallon higher than when Trump left I office. Know. Huh? I know. That's really good. See, that's how we've been conditioned. I know. Overton window of American way of life. Exactly. Yeah. The Overton window is one of the most useful things we ever learned, I think, in I the think last is, decade yeah, or so. It, we see it. Yeah, all the time. The Cloward Piven thing with overwhelming the system, which is exactly what they're doing at the border. Yeah. Just overwhelming the system. What are you going to do about it? All right. Take care of all these I mean, illegals. Look, we're doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand that El Paso tried to round some up and tried to get rid of some of the tent cities and, I don't know, just the back alley oh, ways right. that are all crowded with people. But uh, Sounds a, like a MAGA plan to me. Yeah, doesn't it, right? though? Yep. And I saw, I was reading, uh, reading I was uh, looking at one report where they show the uh, illegals, I'm sorry, uh, the migrants. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, mm-hmm. The refugees, the cli- uh-huh. the climate refugees <laughs> uh, in these cities, and they like to say that they're hanging out in front of churches, but what it is is they go onto the church property, so nobody ever right then they sanctuary yeah. supposedly. Uh, crazy. More coming up. Wow, just saw a Fox News poll. Uh, it showed the gap between. Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis is narrowing like crazy. It's only 53 to 21 percent now. <laughs> I mean, that town hall helped a, a lot. lot. <laughs> a lot. So DeSantis went from 16 percent to 21. Oh, there you go. So and Trump went from him. 54 to 52. So, so the town hall helped DeSantis. Yeah, it's right. a mere 22, 32 point spread now. Just a mere 32-point spread. Uh, Trump was great. The great thing about the Trump thing, even CNN knows that he kicked their anus. Yes. They all understand it. They all get it. Their audience understands it. The CNN anchors understand it. We'll play you something from Anderson Cooper. He's really pissed. Uh, and he's pissed, pissed he wasn't doing the interview? CNN. Oh. No, he's pissed that they had Trump on because Trump barbecued them it was awesome uh well happy mother's day weekend thank you um to all the moms out there and especially to caller bill right wherever you are caller bill uh yeah uh, we should go to bill wait 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 uh, pause, it, pause it for a second Sorry. uh bill yeah we should do we need to explain this a little bit this was nine when i first ago. came to yeah. dallas uh i used to listen to this uh talk radio this sports talk show Here that every that everybody uh, was talking about in in the Dallas Metroplex. And um, we're getting music yeah. from somewhere. You probably told them that. Um, and they would break up in absolute hysterics. <laughs> about every 30 seconds, somebody would say something like, the. And it would all erupt into laughter and frivolity and some other 
So I don't want to, I don't want to leave the rest of our our new listeners behind on this. Okay. So we need to explain certain things because that's really frustrating when it's an inside joke. Mm-hmm. I mean that station is involved only in inside jokes. I think, mm. but. Uh, our caller, a caller named Bill, called us. Was this nine years ago? Uh, that's what that clip just said on there. I can't believe May that. May of 2014. Wow. During Pat and Stu, which, by the way, people always ask, hey, where are the Pat and Stu archives? I guess mm-hmm. they're not on Blaze TV. I can't find them. They are on SoundCloud. So if you ever want to okay. find an old episode, you can hear it. And that's where I found this um, to take you back. Good and, to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this was the Friday before Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh like today, and uh, here's what happened with Caller Bill. Hi. Yeah, we should go to Bill uh, in St. Louis. Uh, Bill, hi. You're on the Patents <laughs> 2 uh, program. Hey, how you doing, sir? Good, good. Uh, yeah, I'm, you guys talk about Mother's Day, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Aren't fathers just as important as mothers? Yes, but it's not Father's Day, Bill. Yeah, but still, everybody's always talking about mothers, but you guys never talk about fathers. Well, except around Father's Day. Well, at Father's Day, we'll talk about fathers. fathers, Well, you need to promote how fathers are just Mm. as important, if not more important than mothers, because Mm. look what happens with families, Mm. single-parent families. It's a good point. What happens Uh, with those children? It's a good point, Bill, but it's it's, uh, also not Father's Day. But on (laughs) Father's Day, I'm pretty sure we'll... it's not about that. We'll stress the... We have this thing we go by on the show which is called uh, the calendar and uh, it has specific dates 24-hour periods it's the, the week is broken and we yeah. just explain week that's seven 24-hour periods and when it gets near the date year-round uh, yeah we no, do we, uh, we talk about mothers on a regular basis do we i'm a big fan i've listened to you guys for years I'm okay and you guys do this all the time we, we do, do this all the time we all the time we talk about mothers Oh, really? No need to be rude, Pat. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm asking you a question. It's sort of in the in the form of a question. You do it quite often. Put it that way. You do it quite often. Which really? I, I actually. Right, good day. Wow. Oh, Bill's all wound up. He got there. pissed. Yeah. He got pissed. Bill, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, Bill, Bill was supposedly a big fan and listens to I us know, all the time. And <laughs> then we're doing what we do, and he got pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He seems like maybe he wasn't a big fan. I mean, uh, <laughs> it seems like Bill didn't really know us. Yeah. Well. No. <laughs> So hold on. What set him off was you saying like something very innocuous. Yeah, like, we, we talk, talk about, about it all, yeah. the time. all the time. Yeah, but all when time, Stu right, went through Bill? how the calendar works, yeah, that was that wasn't a problem. Just a tad more condescending. You guys are doing, doing what you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We also uh, had a really nice uh, bunch of gifts sent to us. Mm-hmm. This is from Monique, right? Yeah. Very All the cool. best to everyone. Enjoy the shirts. Uh, and then she gives us washing instructions. That's cool. Which Jeffy just tossed his out because he'll <laughs> never be washed. Be but, careful. There's glitter all over that car. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. No, forward, <laughs> that forward that to my wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is she in the kitchen right now? <laughs> so how can she do laundry <laughs> when she's cooking? Right. So, yeah, I said something. Speaking of Pat okay. and Stu, it's very ironic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was out there once and. You guys made fun of me appropriately so because About I said the topography, the topography of Nebraska right. is so underrated and that just became a thing around the office. So, there so it is. I have now have a topography shirt with glitter uh-huh. on it. Uh, oh, and then we've got uh, Jeffy's Where Are You on the Hand where are you in on Michigan. The hand? <laughs> is that where the glitter came from? Uh, I, I came from Glitter Kingdom down the road here. Uh, now I'm seeing some <laughs> kind of glitter on Pat and it's driving me insane. That's because it's from the card. Yeah. Okay. It's driving said. me insane. I glitter keep is, you were I at swear. The, I keep thinking you were at the glitter well, what is the comedian said uh <laughs> glitter is the herpes of the craft world <laughs> I love that's a that. good description i love that line is. yeah 
And so, then, so I guess she kind of. Uh, I have. I got the mean streets of topography. <laughs> I guess oh, nice. I think there. I don't know. Where <laughs> are you on the hand? I like that. Very All right. Much. Thank that's you really so Thank much. You, I that love is, these. That's really awesome. So <laughs> glitter included. Yeah. And I love me some big shirts and parallel. I mean, these are big shirts. Let's see, what do we got here? Is it? Oh, yeah, it's 2X. Mm. Oh, yeah, I better take a look. Okay, what is yours, Jeffy? 7X? Uh, let's hope it's at least four, right? Oh, what do you got? Oh, no. No, the glasses have to come on first. I know how that goes. Oh, no, this is, me yeah, too. 4X, four tall. Okay, shoot. Wow. Well, well. Uh, it'll be a tight squeeze, but we'll go. <laughs> what is it for? <laughs> okay. Oh, we do have a bingo winner? Oh, cool. That's what, what I'm hearing. The the call screen in here is uh, apparently messed not, up because it's working. not showing that. So very good. Mm. I was wondering. All right. So who do we got, Daniel? <laughs> Eric. Okay, who? Eric. What's Eric? up? Hey, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hi. I got. Oh, hey. I got it. You you know the thing. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Sorry. All Another right. Biden moment in my life. I didn't even realize uh, it happened. So oh, tell me, yeah. tell me where your bingo occurred. Middle row across. Okay. Yeah. I got it, Jeffy. Mm-hmm. I mean. Right. <laughs> Joey, I worry about you. Yep. Uh, Caller Bill was just mentioned. Just happened. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The numbers don't lie. Yep. And. Can I fact check that by Keith? Nicely done. All right, man. Eric, so we got nice. we got your information so we can get all the goodies to you? Yes, you did. All right, man. Thanks for listening. Cool. Appreciate it. Thank- uh, we also have some uh, tweets here from uh, from our friends. Dave the Man tweets, The border isn't as bad as January 6th. <laughs> Powerful point there. Thank you. What is? Dave the Man for that reminder because yeah. january 6th was the, the day, day democracy, democracy almost died. died and so the border can't compare to that i mean we will live and thrive with millions of illegal people here as we have done for the last uh 246 years uh asphalt night tweets you know who really deserves the blame for the border situation republicans mm. For doing absolutely nothing to stop it. They True know, enough. They know better. Yeah. True enough. Raphael's son, I'd be lying if I said this segment isn't making my blood boil. Democrats <laughs> are destroying this country and Republicans are letting it happen. Mm-hmm. I feel your pain. <laughs> I do. Adrian Slade, aren't you happy that suburban Karen, who transgendered her little Braden and <laughs> Flies her BLM flag on her front porch, voted for increased border chaos and fentanyl trafficking over mean tweets. Yeah. Yes. Really glad. We're very blessed in that in that uh, in that particular fact. Because man, what would we do without Joe Biden in a leadership position? Well, wait. We'd wait. thrive. Uh, so, <laughs> never mind. I got everything confused yeah, there for a second. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. If you've ever bought or sold a house in your life, you know it's stressful. It can be overwhelming. Uh, that's why we've kind of ignored it. We've been planning to maybe sell our house since pretty much yeah. all our kids left. And we just don't. And so, uh, it's it doesn't help to avoid the problem. <laughs> what helps is getting a great realtor who can give you really good advice and help you get all the money you can out of your house. Or if you're buying, uh, help you get all the house you can for your money. 
And then a lot of people are doing both because they're relocating. So you really definitely need real estate agents I trust. Uh, It's really important to have somebody you can trust. I mean, we've talked about Glenn's situation before in Connecticut. They just, you know, really got burned by a bad realtor. Yeah. And I think their house sat literally, wasn't it four years? It was a long time. I think it was I, four honestly, years. I don't remember how long it was. It seemed Jeez. like really, literally forever. It did. It, which is why it wound up selling for thirty nine ninety five. Uh, not a good price for the house he no, lived in. No, it was not. <laughs> yeah, and that was before they tipped on a house. You're supposed to tip your realtor now. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. What? no I'll you? bet you are. No, we were talking you were about You were talking about tips. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> get into the tip situation, but I wouldn't be surprised. I know. <laughs> what do they get? Five three percent, five percent of the sale plus they get a tip? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good April yeah. Fool State yeah. joke story. We'll get into that uh, coming up. But here's the process. You go to realestateagentsitrust.com, provide us with some basic info, then our team contacts you to make an introduction to our preferred agent in your town. That's a free service that we provide to you. It's uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So CNN tried to calm its liberal audience down a bit last night. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. I tell you, they had, what was, I got the uh, 3.12 million total viewers. Yeah, so we mentioned the ratings are going to be through the roof Mm -hmm. because of Trump, and they were. Yeah. Yep, they doubled. Of course. Uh, And Fox, meanwhile, since Tucker left in that time slot, has been cut in half. (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. So, anyway, here's uh, Anderson Cooper and his opening remarks on his show last night. Mm -hmm. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset with someone who attempted to destroy our democracy, who was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions, and predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. Pause it for a sec. They have no problem with Joe Biden looking in our face every day and lying to us. Oh, yeah. Lie after lie after lie. Joe Biden has told, he tells more lies in a week than Trump has in his 76 years of life. I can't take it. At least look at the other side. Can you just look? Provable lies. Every time he opens his mouth. Joe Biden. Every time. All right, let's see the rest of this (laughs) agonizing monologue. It was disturbing. It was disturbing (laughs) to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug. An adjective he used many times to describe black men oh, and called Caitlin Collins, the moderator, gosh. nasty, which is what he calls any woman who stands up to him. Uh, it's disturbing, uh, disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy mm. on January 6th. In our democracy. It was awful we don't have a democracy, dumbass. You're smart enough to know and that. And it was Anderson. certainly disturbing to hear that audience, young and old, our fellow citizens, people mm. who love their kids and go to church, laugh and applaud his lies and his continued defamation of a woman who, according to a jury of his peers, he sexually abused and defamed. <laughs> as good a job as Caitlin Collins did trying to fact-check him, it is impossible to fact-check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Uh, Mike. Now, maybe Gosh. you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak, and I understand the anger about that, giving him the audience, the mm-hmm. time. I get that. You get it. But this is what I also get. 
Uh-oh. The man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night, that man is the front-runner for the Republican nomination for president. And according to polling, no other Republican is even close. That man you were so upset to hear from last mm -hmm. night, he may be president of the United States in less than two years. Mm. And that audience that mm -hmm. upset you, that's mm -hmm. a sampling of about half the country. Mm. Yeah. They are your family members, your neighbors, and they are voting. Mm -hmm. And many said they're voting for him. Now, maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying mm. not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen again. Some investigation is going to stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. This so if last night agonizing. showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed, and he is running hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have every right to be outraged mm -hmm. today and angry. Oh, never I'm up already. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. But do you think staying... Yeah. It, ends, it ends with... Uh, this ad paid for by <laughs> Joe Biden for president. No and doubt. Pfizer and Moderna. So I intentionally held this next clip from you guys. So I wanted you to be surprised. But Mazemore, who is a genius on social media, took basically the energy you had leading into that about, about how you're like, hey, why don't they ever call out Joe Biden? Mm. Oh, that's been redone. And I think you're going to enjoy this quite bigly. Watch this. Good evening. Before we begin with tonight's broadcast, I want to say something about what we witnessed at last night's town hall. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. It was disturbing. That man, <laughs> President of the United States, predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. It is impossible to fact check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Amen. It's one thing that the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. And it was certainly disturbing. The Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts know That's how awesome. to use, know how to get online. Yeah, you have every right to be outraged mm -hmm. today and angry and never watch this <laughs> network again. <laughs> That's like, really good. Good stuff, right? Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I thought you'd appreciate There's it. the lies. Some of, I mean, those are the oh, innocuous yeah. lies yeah. that mean nothing, really. Yeah. Uh, if you went through the lies, you, you'd never stop. It, it would never stop. Yeah. It would be an infinite amount <laughs> of uh, lying, and uh, you'd have to play the clips forever. Oh, did I send in the meme of Joe mm -hmm. Biden? Uh, Joe, I don't know if it's on here, man. Um, oh, crap. <clears throat> About Joe Biden's uh, career. But yeah, Biden got caught meme. Yeah, look at that. That's exactly what you were just saying, Pat. Can you put up the Biden got caught meme? Uh do we have time here? Watch this. Yeah, we got a minute. Cheated, so there it is. Cheated in law school, got caught. Okay. Lied about his grades, got caught. Plagiarized his speeches, <laughs> lied about his GPA, lied about his scholarships, sold vice president's office to China, sold vice president's office to Ukraine, committed uh, quid pro quo to save his crack head son <laughs> framed general flynn i mean, I mean it, yes that's just a very partial yep. list too i that's, mean there's but only, those are significant only so much room on a screen right <laughs> my gosh i mean when you really sit down and contemplate it mm -hmm. this guy is as uh, peter schweitzer said the yes. most corrupt yes. politician in american history and he said that years what a uh, decade I mean, ago maybe doing, yeah long time ago. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Thanks for being with us as we head into Mother's Day weekend. Sorry, Bill. Caller Bill, I apologize. Mm-hmm. He was probably so pissed that he's currently not listening. I came back. Just in case. Bill, if you are listening, he came back. Uh, give us a call. He came back. Okay. Uh, all right. Did you know, we talked about the statute of limitations uh, for sexual assault in New York. It's typically five to seven years. Used to be. Mm. Uh, They even have a 20-year period for civil claims of sexual assault. But, of course, when they're trying to to hurt Donald Trump, that's not enough (laughs) because this happened, I don't know when, maybe 1996? Well, she she doesn't even remember. Right, she doesn't know. So you might recognize 1996 is more than 20 years, though. (laughs) So she can't even sue him civilly. But... New York changed their yeah. law. Oh, how yeah. helpful. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that was the whole deal, right? It's good until this November. Mm-hmm. Right? Now it, it is. was good for a year. Because yeah. of her. Yeah. yeah. And on the first day it was available to her, that's when she filed the lawsuit. <laughs> and then we found out last night from D.C. Drano, uh, tweeted out, Trump accuser Jean Carroll admits on CNN that she helped New York Democrats <laughs> pass the new law. <laughs> That extended the statute of limitations for sexual assault uh, with in civil lawsuits beyond 20 years. I mean, just so, so obvious what they're doing here. Uh, conflict of interest? Anyone? Always. Hello? That is incredible. I mean, they have no shame. No, it doesn't matter. It's their, their, the no end uh, justifies, justifies the, means. the means, and that's just the way mm. it is. Yep. And if you don't like it, tough. Because they've got the mainstream media to protect them. And, I mean, even when that protection is breaking down, still nobody pays attention to it. Like, the Washington Post has actually done some good things lately, fact-checking Joe Biden. They've actually called out his lie, a few of his lies. Mm -hmm. And it still doesn't matter. They don't care. It was not just the Washington Post, either. There was somebody else that was, oh, AP. The AP fact-checked him. That was on the 200 murders. Yeah. Of the murders, yeah. There's Which no, is a big one. murders, yes. And they said that because he keeps repeating that lie over and over and over, despite the fact it's been proven to be a lie. doesn't matter to him. He just keeps saying it. I think the Post might have even given him, was that the thing they gave him the bottomless lie on? <laughs> they actually Maybe. gave him a bottomless lie. Which because... is more intense than the four Pinocchios they gave <laughs> yes. him for saying that Republicans wanted to eliminate... Um, <laughs> Veterans benefits. Yes, I would say so it what is. What was the this so the bottomless one is below that? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? Uh, we just have fun just exploring <laughs> this presidential world every day. It's awesome. It is. Um, also, California is struggling right now a little bit with this reparations situation. They have proposed the reparations committee to pay Black Americans well. Californians, Californians, all black Californians, $1.2 million. Hmm. So the task force made that recommendation, but Gavin Newsom is realizing, well, that's going to cost us $800 billion. Yeah, doing that. Even I can't go along <laughs> with that. that. Yeah, and he's probably thinking, that's not going to play well on a national stage when I run for president. Right. 
Especially since California is not a slave state. What are you going to apologize for? Yeah, but why is California stopping Jeez. at just Californian blacks, right? I mean, mm -hmm. do not all blacks in this country deserve this? Sure they do. Hmm? Why don't you uh They sure What about those of us that identify as black? Right. What about those that identify as black? Right? I mean, come on. Do you get the 1.2 million? I'm going to mm -hmm. give it a shot. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, so the reparations committee wants apologies now too, and they want apologies for Reagan, Ronald Reagan, coining the phrase "welfare queen." Oh, get <laughs> over yourself! Here's a little hint: he didn't coin the phrase. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Is that a is that a lie? I thought he was it's the a guy. Lie. That, I thought he was I mean, the guy. He, he did say it in a speech. Okay, I believe once. He used the term welfare so he, queen. He did not coin it. That was the Chicago Tribune. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So. Yeah, but why? Why would you need an apology for that? I don't understand. Like, are are they making some insinuation about race here? Indeed. Doesn't that seem racist that sure you're does. assuming all welfare queens are black? All right. Oh, come on. Back off. Now, when they made the claim, when Chicago Tribune coined that phrase. Uh, it was about a woman named Linda Taylor who had been collecting, get this, more than $150,000 a year. This is in the mid-70s. She was getting a hundred and, which is probably like a million five today. I'll find out. Uh, but $150,000 a year in payments from various social safety net programs. Wow. Excellent. I mean, she was just trying to get by. <laughs> just trying to make it. Is trying to make ends meet. Yeah. So, uh, here's a few of the things they want California to apologize for as Keith searches for the uh, the comparison today. In today's dollars, how much 150000 a year would be? Uh, so, pick like 1975 That's what I was looking up the article yeah. here. 1974. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Found it. All right. Stand mm -hmm. by. For new. For a tally. A, f a former Confederate is serving as the acting president of the University of California, so they want they want that apologized for, and obviously him fired. California not passing any anti-slavery laws despite being admitted to the Union, a free state. Why would they? Wait, there's a Confederate still alive? What did I miss there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I wanted to get back to that I mean, too. That's, I think the, He's don't a tad bury the lead here. He's a tad aged at this point. Uh, there are Confederate monuments. Okay. There are zoning ordinances targeting black people. I don't know the specifics on that because they don't list any. Supre oh, they suppressed the Black Panther Party in the 1960s and 70s. Mm -hmm. How dare they? Right. That was such a beautiful organization. I, I don't know why you would do that. I mean, that's Buttigieg's uh, rant, too, about the zoning issues that uh, repress that target the, black people. the African-American community, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Along with roads, which are <laughs> all racist. Part of the zoning. Uh, developing oil and gas projects and building hazardous waste plants near majority black neighborhoods. How about terminating affirmative action programs in public employment? They've done that. They want an apology. Uh, racial disparities in the child welfare system, law enforcement, the prison population, jury service, health care, the number of black physicians, and licensed attorneys. Uh, they got to fix every single problem of, of minorities, uh, according to this committee. And licensing requirements excluding black people from skilled jobs. Wow, is that racist? So you're no saying... No kidding. No blacks can get licensed? Right. 
<laughs> and they're talking I about the neighborhoods that it. they live in. Uh, they can't move. Right. They're no, just, they can't. There's no, no way that they can move. They're absolutely stuck there. Uh, do we know what the yeah, so inflation adjusted in number 19, would be? Yeah, 1974, $150,000. Today would be worth $923,000. So not over a million like Pat said. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> wow. How do you live with this guy? Uh-huh, yeah, so there you go. Nearly a million dollars. Jeez. Absolutely outrageous. <laughs> collecting. Oh, can you imagine somebody collecting benefits. a million dollars in welfare checks somebody, a year? I, I guarantee wow. you there's plenty of somebody's out there doing it right now. There, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there are. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Maddening. And they're coming across the border as we speak. Uh, right. Yeah, more of them. Oh. Jeez. Now, uh, check out this clip of civil rights activist Bob Woodson from a Dr. Phil show a couple of weeks back. Mm, talking about reparations? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. There were about 3,700 free blacks who owned 12,000 slaves, black slaves. The question is, do the mm. descendants of those free blacks who owned black slaves, do they pay? Blacks really benefited more the first 100 years after slavery we have in the last 50 years. I was born in 1937 during the Depression. Everyone in my small, low-income black community, 98% of the households had a man and a woman raising children. Elderly people could walk safely in that community without fear of being assaulted by their grandchildren. Never heard a gunfire during that time. Never heard of a child being uh, shot to death in the crib. But there are 50 children today who have been shot and killed in our cities. You're talking about remedies. We've got to look beyond saying that, that every solution has to have a, a, a winner and a loser, that blacks can only benefit if whites lose. We have to be defined more than just victims of oppression. Mm, good stuff, man. Amen. Really good. I love that. You know, and only a, only a black man could say those things. And big thanks really. to uh, LBJ. And the Great Society for destroying the black family, and so much more was destroyed mm. under that. Program. Now you go, so you go from ninety-eight percent of having a, a mother and a father in the home back in the thirties and forties to seventy percent, or seven, I think it's seventy-three percent now who don't. Right. So it's almost a complete turnaround on the black family. Man, that is tragic. So bad. And they don't care. I mean, the no. Democrats love that because that's how they make they try to make them dependent upon that party. <sighs> also, this is kind of bizarre. Uh, just a little bit lighter topic. <laughs> Bo Jackson uh, says he's dealing with hiccups, <laughs> and it it's been over a year now. Wow, that's that sucks. he's had. The hiccups. That sucks. Oh, did they, I mean, are they? How, can you, how can continuous sleep, are they? Can you sleep through hiccups? I, I, you I, know, I I'd be interested. Oh, it's. Let's see. He's been suffering in intermittent silence. The multi-sport legend will undergo a procedure later this week to address a bout of chronic hiccups that he's dealt with since July of last year. Uh, so it's been almost a year. When asked about seeing uh, fellow Auburn legend Frank Thomas's statue dedication, uh, Jackson revealed that he didn't attend because of the hiccups. Can you imagine, like, telling someone that oh. excuse? I, I'd love to come, but I've been... I've been... I got hiccups. I, <laughs> I got hiccups. That sounds like a Jeffy, like, I lie. Mean, there's a, we had the girl on in Tampa Bay that I think she still has the world record of, of uh, having the hiccups. 
she finally went to, to some doctor that cured her. I don't know what he did. Oh, I don't know if he did. He have what? her smell the Jennifer ass of a porcupine. <laughs> that's one of the. That's one know. of the attempted solutions for Paul Jackson. I mean, if you're look, you're going to try anything, right? I mean, <laughs> it, if you've had the hiccups that long, and I don't know how many. Oh yeah, I don't know what the what the time frame is between the hiccups. Yeah, I don't you know. It, 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 but whatever it is, it's still annoying. And uh, you can, mm-hmm. you know, getting through your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. So if someone says, you know, my grandmother smelled the ass of a porcupine and her hiccups stopped. I mean, that's what it. you should do. I've you tried try everything. Absolutely. I've tried everything. But, mm-hmm. oh, have you tried smelling a porcupine's backside? Because you haven't tried everything. I haven't yet, but bring me a porcupine right now. <laughs> I haven't. I ain't had hiccups. Okay. I really hate hiccups. It's yeah. They're obnoxious. They're annoying. And usually... If you breathe from your diaphragm, for me, that cures them right away. So maybe Bo should have done that a maybe. year ago. So now, I will say that I read a cure once that seems to work. Uh, hold your breath and think of elephants. Hold your breath and hold your think, breath of, and think elephants of elephants and hiccups will go away. That's a cure. <laughs> so works. if you thought of a rhinoceros, Perhaps. it wouldn't work while you were holding your breath? What if you thought Correct. of a horse? No. A gerbil. He just, no. Okay. He was very clear. He was clear. It was an I elephant. I apologize. That Somebody one. get Boa. Some dumb Yeah, questions. so check this oh, out. Uh, that girl you were talking about, uh, Jennifer Mee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she claimed that um, she had hiccups 50 times per minute. Yeah, it was a lot. We had her on oh, the air. Yeah, gosh. we had her on the air before. She's uh, in prison now, though. So yeah, In prison so for what? Yeah, uh, she killed somebody. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Her and her friends. Uh, her and her friends. What? Her and her friends. Uh, some guy online. Yeah, met some guy. Brought oh, called him into some boy. building, beat him to death or whatever. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. And I don't know if it was because of the. <laughs> Could have been the hiccups. Hiccups. Yeah. hiccups yeah. You know it cures hiccups. Murder. <laughs> oh yeah. Murder. Yeah. Take them right away from you. <laughs> that uh, should have been her defense. <laughs> no, it just bring me the porcupine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That story says something about a guy who holds the record. How many years was it? 68 years toward the bottom of the page there? Holy no, cow. I thought my girl. The bottom of the first page or the second? I thought my girl in Tampa has the world record. I don't know. This huh. guy. Doesn't Man. say there toward the bottom? 68? Pro bowler. That sounds like a miserable experience. Pro bowler, MLB all-star. The procedure will hopefully... Okay. Charles, uh, eh, it doesn't... Well, let me... No, yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. Uh, Charles Osborne... Still unexplained, 68 years Mm-mm. of hiccups. Mm-mm. 68 years. Elephants, porcupines, yeah. anything. Hold your breath. Think God, about whatever. What scare the hell out of me every minute of every day. I'm not wow. doing this for 68 years. Guy, How would you sleep? Why is that guy carrying a porcupine around with him? I don't know. <laughs> that sucks, man. Oh, yeah. You, you, I, when you think of things that suck, rarely do you think chronic hiccups. But I can't but, imagine oh, living that like that. Bad. Can't either. That oh. would be terrible. Oh, Pat, this is incredible news we have yeah. from Preborn. My gosh. Oh. We are up to... No way. Four, we got the fourth? Four machines purchased. Oh, my gosh. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much so what, for helping. So the tally is now over $63,000. Mm-hmm. And then I posted it again yesterday on Twitter. So who knows? Maybe maybe we'll do a fifth. Can, can you retweet that and and and, and expose <laughs> mm. to a different audience that isn't aware of this? Uh, you guys are so awesome raising this money for preborn and, Thank and you these so ultrasound much. machines. And why ultrasounds? Because once a woman who is you know planning to abort her child sees the ultrasound, 
She's 80% more likely. Uh, well, she's twice as likely, and about 80% of the time, she chooses right. life after seeing the ultrasound. These That's these how powerful machines. they are. Yeah, with these new four machines, I'd like to get that number up. I want oh, that yeah. Number up. yeah. Absolutely. Um, so... If you would like to help out, go to preborn.com slash Pat, and, uh, or you could, you could type in, um, pound 250. Okay. Okay. Pound 250. You can go that way and say the keyword baby pound 250 keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Pat. And if you still want to contribute to another (laughs) machine, maybe we can get it done in two days. And so go to Pat Unleashed on Twitter, if you wouldn't Mm -hmm. mind, and just retweeting that uh, tweet that you'll find that um, that that contains the preborn link mm-hmm. and and talks about the ultrasound machines. Thank you all so much for not only awesome. making this happen and making it a reality times four plus, mm. but just for coming up the idea. Mm-hmm. You guys are so great. Preborn.com slash Pat. Pat Gray. All right, welcome. <laughs> great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Just in case. Just in case you come in contact with Charlize Theron, famous Hollywood actress, Charlize Theron, do not say anything critical of kids attending drag events because she will F you up. (laughs) Wow. And you know she can do it. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) This is so pathetic and despicable. They had this drag isn't dangerous uh telethon and they described a drag event as a night of entertainment and pure queer joy to combat recent anti-lgbtqqia2 plus legislation across the country there's been none there's been no legislation like that there there's been legislation to protect children and i guess you can't do that not around charlie's theron don't do it anyway don't even try it because she will she will f you up is what she'll do I can't take it. I can't take it. So the telethon raised uh, more than $585,000. The GoFundMe campaign said the beneficiary of the crowdfunding push was Black Queer Town Hall, a self-described nonprofit organization led by Peppermint and Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen. Love, Mm -hmm. Love Peppermint. Man, who doesn't? Uh, that is committed to celebrating black queer excellence by supporting and cultivating community, sharing knowledge, and uplifting voices. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's beautiful. That is. Fundraiser featured celebrities like uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Amy Schumer, Leslie Jones, Margaret Cho, Marsha Gay Harden, and Sarah Silverman, in addition, of course, to Charlize Theron. Uh, and here's what... Actress Marsha Gay Harden said during the telethon, what drives me is because it's right. Oh, okay, thank you. And what's happening right now is wrong. wrong. What drives me is my children are all queer. Mm. Mm. How'd that happen? Yeah, no joke. Just statistically speaking, that's almost impossible. (laughs) My eldest child is non-binary. Okay. My son is gay, and my youngest is fluid. And you know they are my kids, and they teach me every day. What well, are that the is odds? beautiful. If this is I, natural, right? 
right? A trillion to one? Come so, on. So didn't she adopt, I'm trying, I'm Googling, and of course Google is all screwed up now because they refuse to call anything normal. I, I, what I'm getting at is, didn't mm-hmm. she adopt two boys? Who? That are now... Marsha Char- Gay Harden? No, Charlize. Or Charlize Theron. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That yeah. she now refers to as daughters? Yes. Okay, so that's accurate, right? Oh, boy. Because when you Google mm. Charlize Theron, uh, children, gender, it, it, it's like, where did she adopt her children? Yeah. Daughters, daughters, daughters. I'm like, yeah. no, I know it's a... But I they love this. Yeah. This tweet um, goes along perfectly with what you're saying. I just happen to have this up. It's from a guy named Russell Host. Trans kids are now the new Gucci handbag mm. for the upper middle class wine mommies yes! who need attention. Isn't that the truth? You know that's what's going on here. It's a it's a status symbol. It is cool. It is hip. It's in now. So everybody's got trans kids. And it's devastating for these children and their oh future. Oh, my gosh. I should start claiming all six of my children mm. are non-binary. All right. Yeah, Look at all you. of them. They're all non-binary. You don't want, you don't want any of them to be fluid? Uh, no. I want them all okay. to be non-binary. Right. They stay the same, but they're, just, they're different from their... <laughs> Assigned sex okay. at birth. So, oh, God. my gosh. Theron declared during the telephone telethon, "We love you, queens. We're in your corner, and we've got you. And I will f anybody up who is like <laughs> trying to f with anything with you guys." <laughs> wow, that's All a convincing so, argument, there, isn't it? Though, it's powerful. <laughs> it's powerful. It's really, in all seriousness, she said, <clears throat> and again. If this was a person saying I'm going to f up anybody who tries to mess with my children at a you know get them to a drag event, right? Can you imagine the hysteria over that? <laughs> it's really in all seriousness. There are so many things that are hurting and really killing our kids, and we all know that I'm what I'm talking about right now, and it ain't no drag queen. <laughs> Because if you've ever seen a drag queen lip sync for her life, it only makes you happier. Sure it does. only makes you love more. It makes you a better person. <laughs> Shut up. Boy, this article Despicable, man. makes me pine for the days when we're talking about sniffing a porcupine's ass, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Are you? Hmm? If What's that up? would cure society of its present ills, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. But, uh, but no. I don't see that happening. Okay. So, well, yeah, what are you going to do? You know? mm-hmm. Are you comparing porcupine anuses uh, to drag queens? Um, no, sure. no, he wasn't. Whatever okay. No, he was not. Okay. No, I'll own it. I misunderstood. <laughs> I'll own it. Sure. Yeah, that's what I was doing. No, uh, I was actually saying they were better than, than that. Well, yeah. I mean, right? It's a superior lifestyle. They're better people. We just heard from Charlize. Yeah. They're better people. And that's what the movement is kind of it, about now. Yeah, well, you need to be removed from society. We'll left you up. There's that's right. So and that's much, where that is the movement. That's where we are. Yeah. There's so much mental illness in our society right now. It Oof. is just It's crazy. You don't even know. I just want to breathe, you know? It's like, good lord, shut up. I know. Go away. Stop talking. Uh, it's just madness. And he's and the, the the travesty in all of this is what is happening to these children and the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. What they will struggle with is mm-hmm. incomprehensible, all because, like you said, they're they're the victims of this fad now. Yep, this social contagion. Uh, all right, we've got Hillary coming up next. Uh, she'll be telling us about the UFC, I think, and marriage. Uh-huh. So we'll get into that with Hillary Kennedy next. Uh, welcome back. 
Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, joined this morning by Hillary Kennedy. Um, welcome, Hillary. Thank you for having me back. Hillary, on the show. of course, from the Four Minute Buzz, and also uh, HillaryKennedy.com. Thank you. I, you guys always do a perfect shameless plug for me. Appreciate mm. it. Mm-hmm. There's no shame <laughs> in in you know giving the address of where you'll be. Oh. Thank yeah, you. no shame whatsoever. <laughs> what do you do over there anyway? <laughs> like, like seriously, like is it? What, what, what can people find when they go to ah, HillaryKennedy.com? A uh, little bit of everything. A lot of little glimpses into my exciting life with a, <laughs> a four-year-old, um, and we're remodeling wow, a house. Four so, already? Yeah, he'll be Holy five God. in October. Oh, um, so yeah, that, and we've been mm. remodeling a house from 1989. So that's always tons of fun and mm. super inexpensive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Especially <laughs> right now. Yeah, my husband's really glad we did that. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Nate Diaz, if you're into UFC at all, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's about to fight Jake Paul here in Dallas in August. Yes. Not I'm... MMA fight, though, right? No, so it's he's going to box. Match. So he's now a free oh, okay. agent. He left the UFC after 15 years. Nate Diaz and... did? Yes. Yeah. And he said he'd hmm. always wanted the opportunity to box and just couldn't because of his contract with the UFC. And he said he's excited to be able to negotiate you know, his own payday now. And mm. so he said there was nobody else he would rather fight than Jake Paul because he said Paul is doing the biggest and the best things outside of outside in fighting and for fighting. He said he, he wanted a worthy opponent to attack as soon as he got out of the UFC. So that's who he's mm. going for. Awesome. That should be a good fight. Now, That'll be fun. Am I, I get the two confused. Jake Paul uh, has fought whom uh, as he, opposed to Logan he, Hall? He's... He's beaten a lot of people, but he just he lost to Tommy Fury, so he has yeah. been. Oh, he beaten. did. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the. Isn't oh. that the only time? He may have lost twice, once or twice, but he's uh, he's actually so... very good. Even uh, Anderson Silva even said like, "Hey, like Paul's the real deal. You know, he really wants it." And so mm. I think that's why so many people are lining up to fight him. Plus, he's so obnoxious that like, who doesn't want a chance yeah. to punch him in the face? But um, that's for sure. But but Diaz also said one side. He said he, he wants to beat up on a couple of YouTube mm. fighters. So I don't know if he's going for for both mm. Pauls, but. He said then he wants to go back to the UFC and fight Conor one more time for a trilogy. Will Conor McGregor do that? Is he going to come out of retirement for that? You know, I don't know. Diaz seems to think so. He said Hmm. for sure we'll be fighting. It's inevitable. Oh, wow. I don't know if Conor will do it, but I think everybody would love to see it. It would be a huge payday for both of them. Especially you, because it would be a bloodbath again. Exactly. And you love the bloodbath. Count me in. Yeah, if there's no blood, why are we watching (laughs) it? Why? Exactly. (laughs) No point. Um, And speaking of Conor, really fast, I want to do a plug for him. He has a new series Mm -hmm. coming out on Netflix, and you know I love Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. So that's Coming out, I believe, the 17th of this month. So just in a couple of days. Is, is um, it's it a called, documentary on his life? It or? is. It's just a little, oh. it's a, a four-episode series um, called McGregor Forever. And it looks really good. It's kind of a glimpse into, like, what he does to train. Uh, he suffered a broken leg during one of his fights several years ago, kind of him working through that and mm. trying to face, like, will yeah. I ever fight again? And also just seeing him as a family man. He was a dad of two. And so I think it's going to be an interesting glimpse into his yeah, life. I'd watch it. So, yeah, going to be good. All right. right, So that's sort of the UFC updates. Mm -hmm. Now, I I would love to talk about a little book. It came out in 1995. I think there was a series of books called The Rules, and they were written by two women giving love advice to other women about how you could get the ring if you want a guy to propose how do you get a man to marry you and have a have a happy relationship business it it caused a big stir even like 30 years ago because some of the advice in the book was 
don't talk to a man first. Don't ask him to dance. Always end the date first. Um, Mm. Don't call him. Rarely return his calls. Don't meet him halfway. Don't go Dutch on a date. And so a lot of people were like, these rules are so antiquated. And this was in 1995. Mm. People thought they were antiquated. Oh, wow. Jeez. And but it sold four million copies in twenty seven different languages. Yeah, they were on fire. Mm-hmm. They were on fire in the nineties, and uh, didn't they, they just updated them? Right? Is they that did. What we're talking so they about? have the That's rules awesome. handbook. Yeah. And That's so awesome. They have some new rules. So I'm just curious to know, since you're a room full of men, what mm-hmm. you think about these? If you agree with their assessment of what makes for a good marriage? Oh, no, Is rule okay. number one zip it? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not far off when your husband says something stupid say nothing back two wrongs don't make a right practice silence that's exactly i mean right. that's pretty close that's to, zip to zip it. it yep it is i like wow. it close to zip it okay i like it all right it says when you come home from work and they're speaking to career women specifically here when you come home from work where you have a fancy title like senior vp of corporate marketing and you run a staff of 50 people switch from masculine to feminine mode set the table Cook dinner mm. and then ask him nicely to help. Yes, finish. Hey, <laughs> man. Except this for is... the ask him nicely to help. You don't want to do that. No, you don't. No, want no. To. no. See rule number one. And zip it. <laughs> He's tired from his day at work. Thank you. <laughs> Thank he you. Have the to help is... you with dinner. Come on. This is written by Jeffy. I should have known it? what to expect here. They said we don't think that believing men are masculine and women are feminine by nature or so we don't just think that believing men are masculine and are masculine and women are feminine by nature and that romance works better when men make the first move as anti-feminist we think it's realistic mm. ah. so they said it's just biology huh. that that we need to they, they said are really it, going intimacy against the flow wow. yes. no doubt about that i mean this is completely politically incorrect yep they said let huh. Let him take the lead role. Okay. If you act too bossy or overbearing, you'll emasculate your husband. Your marriage will suffer. Mm, so exactly. let him take the lead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All in another, another words, here. In other words, uh, again, this is the sanitized version of Jeffy saying, know your place. And know your role. Yeah, know your that's role. right. Know uh-huh. your role. Again, zip it. I've met your wife. I, I don't. I. She follows. I don't see her putting up with yeah, that. Yeah, she does though. Oh <laughs> no, she does though. No, no, she doesn't. Yeah. Because no. you're all. I mean, all of you are married to pretty strong, successful, yep. career-driven women. Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh-huh. Do you feel like because you've had very successful marriages? Do you feel like the key has been? Her being the supportive player, because that's what they're basically telling women to do is you can yeah. be strong at your job, but when you're at home, make him the king and just be the supportive player. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy that's has that crown. Exactly right. Do you wear that crown that's at home? Exactly right. mm-hmm. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Jeffy. Mm-hmm. I will say she likes to prepare herself too. She takes time before I get home. To, to uh, prepare herself know, clean and, the house, make yeah. sure that put she's her makeup clean. back on, yes. reapply make sure the everything lipstick. Is good. That's right. Make sure she's wearing heels, not some slipper or something. <laughs> right. But you want her no in the bathroom. kitchen cooking with heels well, on, right? I mean, the, she should <laughs> be stilettos. She should preferably. be serving. She should be serving the dinner by the time <laughs> I get home. <laughs> and and don't forget the back rub. You know before. Yeah. Or while well, you're seated, yeah, perhaps. While you're seated. But, uh, well, let me ask you this. They said intimacy and cooking are to men what snuggling is to women. <laughs> right? <laughs> this it's, is awesome. That, this, this is awesome. It fits into the 50s better than it does today. Right. It's, right? It this is, is going to be really insulting to women. 
Red Flintstone rolling into the cave there. Right. Well, they, yeah. they said even um, the, an example they gave is Eileen Ford. She co-founded the famous Ford Models Agency. It's been around forever. Mm, yeah. mm-hmm. And she said, when I walk through the front door after work, my husband Jerry is the boss. So Whoa. she went from being the boss all day long at her really? job. But she said, when I walk in the door at home... Jerry's the boss. Yeah. And she said that was the key to oh her happy gosh. marriage. So I don't know. I, I ran all of this by my husband last night and said, do you agree with these no, statements? No. Oh, no, don't do and that. And he listened and he listened and he goes, yeah, I agree with all of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I said, are you absolutely. kidding me? And he was like. Wait, do you disagree with some of those? Let's put you on the spot. I I don't like to cook. So no, oh. I, I it's. I think it's wrong to expect a woman, if that's not her natural inclination, well, so to have no, like a hot meal and, on and the listen, table every night. I do occasionally try to cook some. some practice bread. makes perfect. So just. Get so in as there. you're remodeling your house, are you eliminating the kitchen? Yeah, Is that... I I thought about it. I most I when we were I house bet, shopping, yeah. I looked for houses with mm-hmm. the smallest kitchen, and everyone said that's not good for resale. No, but, it's not. No, it is not. No. So, kitchen's really important. Yeah. Kitchens, wow. bathrooms. But th- I think they really play up the importance of feeding your man. So, um, and, so, not, and not so, saying anything. So hold on. When he says something stupid. So this book was written in 1995. You said the, the, original, the original one, but this, yeah, up, this updated, updated for it. now. Yeah. And and women are enjoying it still? Yeah. I mean, a lot of their advice, I feel like, is actually really sound advice. Yeah. Like in the original book, they said things like, don't sleep with a man until you're, you know, essentially either married or in a committed uh, relationship. I mean, that's there, just silly. Like that. not, no, every, not every rule they wrote. Not every, not every rule they wrote is correct. But, and they were saying because men like a challenge, and that was sort of what the whole premise of that first book was, oh, is don't they're make not moral things people. so... They just like a challenge. <laughs> well, correct. Right? correct. <laughs> essentially, they were saying men, men like a challenge and women mm-hmm. make it far too easy on them, and I do agree uh, with that. But uh-huh. they say basically after you get married... Now it's not about keeping the mystery and being a challenge as much as it is making life simple and easy for him. Right. Mm-hmm. For him. Like, don't... Say, say that for the people in the back there. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with all of it. <laughs> but I, I do think that's true. You don't want strife in your marriage all the time. No, you, you don't. don't want, right. no, you, you don't, don't want someone I will, overbearing. I will say in today's world, too, you, you, know, you talk about men like a challenge. But in today's world, we're told uh, you know, no means no. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I already asked you out. Uh, then I said, no, don't be coming back to me again. Right. Uh, so, I mean. It's confusing. Yeah, it is. It, I, I totally agree. And I do think they're right because, I mean, their whole point, too, with, with this new book is if you treat him like a king, you want him to be happy, you want him to be comfortable, you want him to feel taken care of, he will reciprocate is what they're saying is if you're doing those things, he's more likely I mean, to reciprocate and right, do a lot I, of the things that you need and you want. I believe mm-hmm. me coming home every night will be reciprocation enough. <laughs> she's, well, fortunate. she's fortunate enough that you've come right. home thank you yeah. right yeah. thank you all right but not, not terrible advice but also happy no. mother's day to all the mothers out there that's coming Inclusive. up this weekend. so yes Absolutely. so if you've got a mom around or some mother figure get her a card or someone named bill Holler. in your life yeah, right. <laughs> I can't believe that your son is four already. That's I amazing. know it's gone by so uh, fast. It really yeah, does. It's, yeah. Your, it, it's a it's a fun age. What four has is great. been the biggest surprise as a relatively new mother uh, that you didn't expect from motherhood? Uh, being a mom of a young boy, here. having to get him ready and cleaned up and spruced up by the time your husband gets home every night. That kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. Probably having to feed him and keep him alive. I was surprised by that. I'd, <laughs> I'd forgotten I was going to have to that, do that when expected. I had a baby. That's yeah. expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, gosh.
gosh, you know, I think I was surprised at how much I was willing to give up and put aside because I just want to be with Absolutely. him and spend time with him. That yeah. that really surprised me how much you just, everything else sort of doesn't matter as much anymore. That changes. Yeah. yeah. That changes so that was, in a couple of years. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Way to ruin it. Let, let her leave and in peace. And happy Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Hillary. Appreciate it. See you on the uh, four-minute buzz coming up in just a few minutes. First of all, let me tell you about uh, a really nice flower bouquet from Books. That's B-O-U-Q-S, short for bouquets. And there's 20% off right now, so you can thank your mom properly this Mother's Day. I mean, she's done so much. Uh, your wife has done so much. Hopefully, she's got the hot meal on the table for uh, you. Thank you. You can give her some flowers. <laughs> you swept, she's swept up. She's cleaned everything, and everything's completely in order. She deserves <laughs> What a well-placed spot this is. Right? <laughs> Books is really great because their flowers are sourced directly from the best farms, and they're cut fresh, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a, of a volcano. Uh, Mother's Day is Sunday. Don't let it get by without you, you know, taking care of your wife or, or your mother. Order books right now. While you're there, check out their flower subscription so mom feels your love all year long. Go to books.com. Use a promo code PAT for 20% off. 20% B-O-U-Q-S. Books.com. Promo code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, this is kind of fun. We were just talking about Jake Paul. Uh, His brother, Logan, supposedly has some compelling UFO footage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He essentially stole it from some guy. (laughs) What? But he has it. I didn't know that he stole it. I thought he he had purchased it or something. No, he tried to purchase it. He said, I offered the guy $100,000 for it. He wouldn't give it. He wouldn't do it. So, so what are you going to do? You're going to steal it. So he clandestinely uh, asked him, "Can I watch it?" And the guy says, "Yes." And so he filmed it with a secret camera on his <laughs> shirt. <laughs> oh, that's and, awesome! Yeah, that's how oh, that's he has awesome. it now. So interesting. I I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh, supposedly. From people who have seen it, and very few people have. Do we have to subscribe to LoganPole.com? That I don't know. Subscribe to the podcast to see uh, it? I don't know. He did say he wants to release it, but he's waiting to talk to a UFO person to see if it's legitimate or not. Um, but apparently there were two guys, <clears throat> and they were out in the boonies some night, and they saw this disc in the air, and they got out and they filmed it, and that's... That's right. what this apparently is. I mean, I'm all for crime. I want to go on record as uh-huh. saying I'm all for crime, but that's kind of cheesy. Well, he did say he's a sneaky little yeah. F. Yeah, no, no <laughs> and that's kidding. probably true. Yeah, that's... But he says, well, wait a minute, though. This guy doesn't own this footage. It belongs to the world. Oh, here we go. Isn't oh, that a okay. great way to justify it? It is after he turned you down. It's selfish to keep it to himself. I think so, too. I want to see it. I just want to see the footage. That's all I want. Oh, so don't you tell be... me about how you got it. You, I don't want to know. You want to receive stolen property. I don't want to know how you got it. <laughs> I just want to see the footage. So he wants to talk to Bob Lazar. Do you know who that is? 
UFO, UFO guy. UFO expert, yeah. Yeah, controversial. He claims, Bob Lazar claims, to have worked on reverse engineering UFO technology. Oh, I love this. That's really cool. Um, so he did that in the 80s, he said. But why then haven't you released it, Logan Paul? I'm waiting for the right moment. I'm not afraid to release it. I'm just waiting for the right moment. I would show the footage to Bob Lazar to ask him if he's seen anything like it. And in that case, maybe if he can verify the legitimacy of the tape, then maybe I would release it. He says, you don't see aliens. The footage is compelling, not convincing. Mm. It's from 1995. The tape has been worn down. It's been played probably over a hundred times, so the quality is not great, and everything about it yeah. screams BS. Oh, well, then what are you talking about being compelling? <laughs> it screams BS, and it's compelling. Uh, it's kind of contradictory, isn't it? Uh-huh. Huh. Um, but he says he doesn't have enough information to um, render it legitimate or not, so that's why he's trying to get this UFO expert. But... Um, he, he did offer the guy $100,000, and the guy turned it down. Which, okay, if, you're, if you have fake footage and somebody offers you $100,000 for it, it, you take it, right? Oh, yeah, I'm taking it. And if you, if you have that footage and you believe it to be accurate, why wouldn't you show it to the world? You know, if it's, if it's fake, why wouldn't you show it to the world? You wouldn't, you wouldn't get fake footage and then just hide it at your house. I mean, right? it sounds to me, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds to me you just want to see it. Yeah, I just want to see it. That is Pat, true. He'll decide. decide. He'll yes. decide. I want to see it. Well, you know, <laughs> one of these days on our uh, last Friday of the month shows, when we <clears throat> talk about some conspiracy, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, we got to have an alien expert, right? Yeah, we got We got to go down this road. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up, uh, maybe two- Bob Lazar's the guy. Yeah. Now. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Two weeks from today, though, we're gonna do uh, talk about Oklahoma City. See if there's anything to that. All right. But last month, if y'all missed it, we talked about the moon landing. Mm-hmm. And we had a guest that Pat is pen pals with now. Uh, so, um, uh-huh. but uh, Bart Sabrell, he sent uh, a book to each oh, of us. Nice. So, moon Man. Yeah, so he there wants you go. Us to read the book. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there All you go. Right. So there's your copy. And, uh, awesome. So you can enjoy that. Uh, I'm sure I like you'll... this. Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list. It was awesome. Uh, notice uh, okay. notice right. uh, Bart didn't sign it. Didn't sign it for you? Oh, no. No, really? Jeffy's yeah. heartbroken. Wow, that's too bad. I mean, I appreciate it, Bart, very much. Thank you. Well, if he would have signed it, it would have decreased the value of the book by that's about not true. 75%. I don't think so. Uh, if he, uh, <laughs> apparently, if uh, in the resale market, so I've heard... Mm. That uh-huh. if it's if it's actually uh, dedicated to someone or, or you know signed or whatever, mm-hmm. it actually increases their value. Well, for most people that's true, but for Bart, oh, so for Bart, say, no, but I'm saying it decreases the. Uh, but but if it's made out to you, mm-hmm. a celebrity, oh well, you see, right. then that increases. Sure. It, you see? Yeah. Yeah. Serious. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, anyway, there you this go. This is uh, great. Moon Man, thank you, Bart. That's that's great. The men behind the infamous. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. A movie, yeah, movie. documentary. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. How, how are you guys doing? You oh. guys been emailing back and forth, pictures oh, of the yeah, grandkids, yeah, yeah. stuff uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. You and Bart. Dinners, lunches, making all kinds of appointments. That's to cool. Get together, sure. Yeah. Brought y'all together. Uh, do you know where he lives? Where does he live? Philippines. For real? Yeah, I think that's right. That's interesting. Pretty huh. sure. All right. Yeah. Uh oh, Jeffy doesn't like this. No, that's interesting. Jeffy's like, huh? 
What's wrong with the Philippines? Uh, nothing. It's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's there full time or what, but uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. All right. We got to get to uh, the Tucker Carlson thing, too. Um, weird. Is, man, earlier this week, Tucker Carlson relayed this story to Tulsi Gabbard on her podcast. Uh, this is proof, again, of my theory <laughs> that every living person has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Every living person, including Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. And apparently, here's what Tucker said on her show. I wanted to interview Putin. This was before the Ukraine war. I always wanted to go to Russia. I want to meet Putin. He's a player in world affairs. Why wouldn't I want to interview him? That's my job. So I didn't tell anybody, including at my company or my producers or whatever. I reached out to a friend of mine who I thought might know somebody. We had a bunch of exchanges about this, got in touch with the Russians. And then I got a call last, summer before last, from a very, very close, one of my closest friends in Washington saying, hey, why don't you come up on Sunday in Washington? I need to talk to you about something. What is it? I will just come up. So I actually flew to Washington from Maine to go see this friend who's like, I know someone at NSA, you know, not a low-level person at all, who secretly likes your show, who told me that you are trying to get a Putin interview and go to Russia. I was like, mm. nobody knew this. Not one person mm. knew this. Uh, so the hair of well, my arms went up. No, so I knew this was, was real. And they have your emails and your texts, and they're going to leak them to the media to discredit you as a Putin oh lover. Gosh. I was rattled by I mean, I'm not often rattled just because I've been doing this for so long, but that bothered me. Well, Yeah. That shows that they're spying on your email. Bro. What? On a private citizen in the United States of America, the NSA is spying on him? Wow. Well, we don't know who he reached wow. out to, uh, so they may have be, they may be tracking that person. Mm, that's possible. It's possible. It's also possible his friend, you know, said something to somebody, and it got around that way. But I think what he's alluding to is— I, Well, I know what he's alluding to, yeah. yes. And yeah. it, either way, though, uh, it makes one ponder uh, being spied on. It does, doesn't it? Uh, from our own government. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which isn't supposed to and happen it, uh, without probable cause. Right. And I don't think it's supposed to happen at all from the NSA. So, I mean, the FBI can spy on you if they have probable cause. CIA is supposed to be, you know, for international, that's international. use that's only. Not, right, that's not in the country. Right. Now, the NSA, can they do all of it? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but there if, were plenty of claims that said that they could, right? I mean, that yeah. was the that right. was the claims. I'll never forget, though, Lindsey Graham one morning watching, going, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, yeah, this. then what does it matter if they have my phone number and all that stuff? Which, by the way, ironically enough, years later, we all had your phone number thanks to Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Did, was that okay? Because you weren't doing anything wrong, yeah, right, 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 Lindsay? Was that okay? <laughs> were you, Were you, Lindsay? And again, for the one millionth time, uh, you're not the one who decides right. whether or not you're doing something wrong. Yeah. That's done by the people who are watching you. Right. Every breath you take and every move you make, hmm? the government's watching that you. Ooh, write that down. Yeah, yeah write no. that down. Is that catchy or that what? Was, okay, so... Ah, no, nah, that'd never work. Hmm. I've got a little no. beat going for you here over here you could sing to. You know who does it? Did we ever yeah, play we did. the... Yeah, we did. The Jose Feliciano. Jose, oh, yeah. Jose yeah, we Feliciano. Did. We did. With uh, <laughs> Sting. I don't Do, know if we did. I think we did. 
I honestly, I Sting think Sting is in the audience listening to Jose Feliciano sing Every Breath You Take, and he is in agony. <laughs> it is awful. It's bad. Oh, oh, oh. It it's almost awesome. sacrilege. It, it really is it the is. way he's butchering that song. On top of which, he's a blind guy talking about, uh, uh, about I'll be watching, watching people, which you can't do. <laughs> this is Pat Gray Unleashed.